What is up, Prackies? It's Liam Elysiums here. It's been a long time between drinks, but here we are with a brand new episode of Ask Pracky Anything. And to make up for that absence, we have a very special guest with us for this episode. We actually have a head of department of humanities in one of Brisbane's largest GPS schools come in and answer your real-world questions that we didn't get time to get to in Pracky's Symposium. So we run through so many different topics, and I think you'll find it really valuable. And that's coming up right now. This next question I asked Peter because the conversation got towards individualised learning. Now, I'm sure a lot of you see at university with the Gonski Report and new movements within the education sector that this push for individualised student-focused learning has become bigger and bigger. Basically, back in the day, the teacher was the font of all knowledge and that they were the the be-all and end-all within the classroom. But there has been studies shown that students become actually more engaged with the content when, we, when they can dictate when they learn, what they learn and when. It was interesting to see Peter's uh, views on this topic because it is very divisive within the teaching community. Some say that it is where teaching is going, others say that it's unrealistic. Now I'm kind of torn in the middle so I'd be interested to see what you think of Peter's comments in this video. Is individualised learning realistic? No, no. Um, I think that's the biggest crock of this century, actually, that you can have an individual learning program for each child. It's just, it's just impractical. It, first, you've got to find the evidence that's of validity as well. Know how you're going to base your assessment on, on their learning profile. That's something you need to build up on your own specialist subject, I think, and how you engage with the student. And it could be different in terms of your relationship with that student compared to that student in another class. Um, so I'm not a big one with, for getting student profiles from other classes and subjects and past reports and saying, oh, this is this little boy, He's he's got these strengths and these weaknesses, oh, he's got D here and there, and then go into the class with that sort of mindset. I'd much rather just go into class, give all the kids a clean sheet, and then do your own things with them, and then you'll find that you'll get some surprises and you can get your own profiles working and uh, get to know them better that way without prejudging them as well. But I think the idea of actually having an individualised, differentiated program for each different student and getting to know all their own individual learning styles and sort of catering for everyone, you'd be going nuts. It's just too much. I think you can do that by having a range of different activities and mixing it up within your learning program throughout a topic. And there'll be sometimes that there'll be some kids who, who won't enjoy that particular task or find it difficult that you might need to assist. But... You don't then have to have an alternative task in that one particular aim to cater for this particular kid who learns in this particular way for that one task. I think what you can do is you can have a range of tasks within the whole topic. So I think for it's I don't think it's good advice to say to, to teachers that they should go out there and know each one of their students individually and then to know all their learning strengths and weaknesses. I think ultimately that'd be a great thing and you get there but don't think you have to do that within a few weeks and have to cater for each one of those learning styles in every lesson. I think you'd go nuts. I think it'd be far better to spend that energy mixing it up and trying to come up with some engaging lessons. When I was at school, I really benefited from, I can remember specifically, there was a modern history assignment where the topic was Vietnam mm. and that was it. Yeah. And your assignment was to pick a, a yeah, specific I think that- topic. Do you think... 
within I, Vietnam, and then we do that still today. Them. We still do that same assignment today, and we do. And I know that my teachers and my team do that now, even with the new QCE, where we give an element of choice so the kids get some ownership and they can choose some topics that they enjoy. Way of getting student individualized learning. Yeah, because at the end of the day, um, when it comes to assessment. They do get locked into the QCE, and that I know that in some schools there's more applied subjects and there's greater flexibility. But at the end of the day, they do get a fairly prescribed program where there's specific assessment items with specific assessment objectives, and you can't waver. It's the extent whereby the QCAA giving advice to teachers saying, "Oh, you can't put those italics there, and you can't bold that. It's got to be <laughs> this font size." So we're fooling ourselves to think that we can cater for every student and what they need. But what you do is you have an assignment whereby you give them an element of choice, but they still are restricted in terms of the way they can actually present the information, which is a bit of a bugbear of mine because I'd like it to be a little bit more open. I think that uh, the big thing we've lost in, in the time that I've taught is autonomy, that I think that we're getting more and more control from the board and, and, and what we, the terms of content, terms of the assessment and uh, yeah, and I, I think that um, schools and, and teachers have lost that a little bit. So that flexibility has, has really gone to a degree. So there it is, Peter's comments there on individualized learning. Now I'm kind of stuck in the middle with this one personally. Now I think individualized learning and student-centered learning has its place and it can really work. I mean, when I was at school, I remember I mentioned it in the interview, I had an assignment where the, the base topic was Vietnam, but we could actually choose anything within that topic to talk about with free presentation. So instead of just making some rote knowledge regurgitation about the Vietnam War, I actually talked about like Woodstock and um, anti-war music movements and the big bands that kind of like Creedence Clearwater Revival or John Lennon it was really fantastic and got me that was actually one of my favorite subjects for that term now I do agree that under the current main mainstream model of education that creating individualized lesson plans for every single student in your class may be a bit unrealistic but I do think that student-centered learning approaches have its place but it has to come from the top I think having this current model and then trying to instigate it right at the bottom isn't the way to go. I think if we wanted to make students the focus of their learning, that we have to hit it from the top and question how we actually frame classrooms and the workload that we put under teachers to make that possible for the students. I'd be interested to see your thoughts. So if you have any passionate opinions about individualized learning or what the roles of teachers currently are within schools, drop them down in the comments and I'll reply to them and let's see if we can get a conversation going about individualized learning approaches.